Welcome to episode 30 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Okay, it's our end of the year wrap up. It's our review of some of the best of 40K for 2016. Plus we have, a, I would say, probably the most exciting rumor section yeah, in a, of in the a year. Wh- in a while. In, in a while. Just you know, it's amazing just been, rumors it's, on the way. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into our, our picks for best of 2016 a little bit later, and we'll, of course we'll get into our battle report. But first off, let's start off with a little hobby progress. So, been working on the Thousand Suns uh, Rubric Marines. Oh, yeah. Uh, looking amazing. Oh, yeah, the, the models are fantastic. They're probably some of the most detailed, like for foot soldiers, I mean, how incredibly detailed they are. The um, Aspiring Sorcerer, really could could be like a source like a regular sorcerer in his own right yeah yeah uh, the rubric marines have just been a joy to paint yeah uh, they look awesome the details come through i started off by uh using army painters blue primer color mm-hmm. so prime them all in an ultramarine blue and then have been using the new uh thousand suns blue base paint so they have base paint they've got uh, an ink. I used an arm painter blue blue yeah. ink yep. uh, to bring out details, and that's as far as I've gotten so far. Yeah, but they're looking amazing so far, and they're I think they're going to turn out to be phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. these could be some of the best models we have. Yeah, they're just awesome. So, been working on that. Apart from that, I I keep staring at the Corvus Blackstar guiltily. So <laughs> I haven't finished that yet. It's it's gonna happen. It's next on my list. It's gonna happen. I've got uh, I've got a. Uh, some Raven Wing models, some Forge World Raven Wing models, the ones with the uh, the metal wings. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and the, the, the lightning claws. Oh, yeah, the 30K models, right? The 30K for models. For Raven Guard, yeah. Yeah, for Raven Guard. That's yeah. it, for Raven Guard. Uh, and so I'm, I might build those guys next if I yeah. don't build my Leviathan next. So yeah, that'd see. be good. Yeah, because those guys look awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's as far as I've gotten. It's been a busy week because uh, I've been trying to wrap up stuff for work, end of the year, get everyone paid. Yep. You know, uh, Christmas shopping. All that stuff. Yeah, you're not getting anything this year. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so, so excited. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Painting's relaxing in the midst of all of this craziness. And uh, Warhammer TV is making it fun. Oh, War- yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been, they have had a, like, GW's had this, like, wonderful change of attitude. Oh, totally. This year. And it's just, it's been great. Totally. I, I checked out the uh, the preview on the Twitch channel. They're now broadcasting um, Warhammer TV, now broadcasting live, you know, Age of Sigmar and 40K uh, games. And uh, the first ever broadcast was the Thousand Suns oh, and, and yes. Magnus versus the Space Wolves. <laughs> and in turn two, <laughs> in turn two, Magnus got killed <laughs> by uh, some sort of hellstorm weapon. He, it was but, it was a toughness save he had to make, right? Yeah, a toughness save. Because he, he's got the the uh, space will have those weapons that shoot you know frozen yeah, stuff and, at you, and, and, and you have to then you have to like pass a toughness test or anybody's your move. And he failed. And it. he failed. And apparently, like didn't they math hammer and it was like a two percent like a two percent chance something of that ridiculous. Yeah, he just made all the wrong rolls, and so so for <laughs> great value in Warhammer TV, yeah, clearly. Exactly. So that that was really fun. Um, so anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's a subscription service i forget what how much it is yeah. but um i haven't subscribed yet but i'm probably going to because it's the perfect thing to have on while you're painting yeah yeah so uh rumors let's get into the rumor section because they're just they're we just too to. exciting mm. what's the big rumor fall of cadia <laughs> yeah, fall right. of cadia yeah fall of cadia 
Oh no, Katie is a okay. No, Katie, according to regimental <laughs> standard, perfectly Katie, yeah. fine. Everything is fine. Everything Katie, is yeah. fine, but you're being redeployed there. Right. But don't worry, it's all good. Everything's fine. It's perfectly good. Uh, no. So the big the big news is that and GW has confirmed this on on Warhammer TV of all yeah. of all places that uh, Fall of Katie is going to be the new uh, supplement, the new uh, new the, like storyline. Yeah, new, part of the new storyline in 2017 January, and along with that comes the release of some exciting new models. Not the least of which is Saint Celestine from the Sisters of Battle, yeah, and her bodyguards, and uh, looks awesome. Yeah, she looks pretty good. She looks really good, actually. Really dynamic, flying in the yeah, air, flying in the air, like John Saintly doves flying, <laughs> flying around. Yeah, she looks yeah, that's great. Good, and the new bodyguards look. They look super they look tough. Super, yeah, they yeah, look great. They they're look tough, great. and they've got like oh. these uh, customized jetpacks, jump yeah. packs, and they look awesome. So Sisters of Battle have everyone excited. When that army gets released, oh yeah, everyone's everyone's gonna go crazy. It will be the best-selling army in GW you know, for it, by GW in a long time. Everyone's gonna person. everyone's gonna be buying them. But there's yeah. just been so much hype for it. This is admittedly sort of like uh, like dipping their toes into the Sisters of Battle. Yeah, because this is this is just Saint Celestine and her bodyguard, but it's a start. So that's pretty good. It sounds pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, along along with the uh, the Sisters of Battle um, are a couple of releases. There's a new Inquisitor. Yep. Yeah, uh, a female Inquisitor. Female I think she's Order Hereticus. Uh, yeah, Order Hereticus. Order Hereticus. Uh, she's got like this like crossbow and bolt gun. Yeah, which looks quite fun. She has a she has a really nice model. So I'll be interested to see what her involvement in the storyline is. Yeah, I think she's. A, I think the storyline is that um, the Black Templars have been sent to yeah, stop uh, a chaos incursion into from the Eye of Terror. Well, it's they're they're contributing to like the Battle of K- Cadia, right? Or uh, similar. It's this. It's a similar situation. Yeah, it's, it's going on in tandem with that. Um, I think it's isn't it like a crusade or something. Yeah, there's a it's new crusade. crusade. I think it's part of the thirteenth. Um, crusade to well, finally, the main attacks happening well the, i mean the abaddon but i mean they're waging their own crusade into the eye of terror i think where the black templars are black templars we'll also find out led by saint celestine we'll find out and oh and then the big guy oh yeah belisarius crawl or call, call. is the call, uh, yeah, call. the new admech carnifex sized uh archmagos Awesome. Just the most amazing model. The Blanche. GW is just crushing it. Um, it is, yeah, it is more John Blanche than anything John Blanche has ever drawn, it seems. It's just so full of details. There's, and it just, it's just so much going on with that so model. Much, so much. Large model, a toughness six by, apparently, according to the rumors. According to rumors. Toughness six model. Like wound five Five wound. wounds. You um, need like anti-tank armor to deal with that thing. Yeah, he's, uh, there's some of the lore that's been released is that he's like 10,000 years old, and apparently he's been up to something during this time. Up so to something. We don't, we'll find out when the uh, supplement gets released. But he looks amazing. Uh, I, of course, have a Admech army, so he's a must-buy. Oh, yeah. He's just awesome. He, what a great distraction Carnifex to have on the table. Well, he'll be a bit slow-moving, I'd imagine. Don't matter. He's going to be have so many weapons and so many cannons. We'll find out. So many, we'll find out. We don't yeah. know what benefits. We don't know. Reap. We don't know yet. So uh, it looks 2017 yeah. is looking to be quite the from year. a 40k perspective, looking awesome. It's going to have a mm. launch with some great new models and um, obviously a new storyline. A new storyline featuring yeah. chaos. So hopefully more chaos stuff will be released too. And it's <laughs> happening in Cadia. So I'm also hoping that yeah. part of that will be this, Imperial Guardsmen. This is uh, this looks. Involved. It looks like it's going to be a very. It's going to. Ha- we're going to have a very Imperial versus Chaos year story like storyline year. 
Yeah. So we're, we're both going to be happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, with all the upgrades to chaos recently, uh, we'll now be, reason to, to put them, feel those armies on the table. We'll be, we'll be talking about that later yeah. in greater length. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Okay. Let's take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the best of 2016, all that when we return. year for gw oh yeah it's all been, right it's first, been good first off i want to congratulate gw on this amazing uh turnaround and now actually engaging with the community yep in a way that makes us want to sort of like root for you guys it, it really <laughs> does because like before there had been sort of rumblings that uh, was like it gw had felt sort of cold uh, corporate yeah like you were just trying to sell us models and paints and just shut up and give us your money yeah it's like hey sort of a thing hey let's just give the eldar the right. proud rules so we can sell their models woo right but now it seems there's been sort of a change in attitude and i appreciate that yeah and i think we all do really a total change in attitude and now there's a, a lot of engagement happening yeah. on their facebook page the warhammer tvs come out the uh duncan Rhodes, you know painting uh guides as well as all sort of like the rumor confirmations that are coming up from Rob and the other guys uh, on the uh, social media team from GW, make it uh, really fun. Make the company sound like really fun and like they're yep. like they're part of the community that we all have. It, so yeah. so first off, let's start off with that. It's just as an amazing. That's been an amazing turnaround by GW. New management's come in and really made a, I think a huge difference in the way the company's being perceived by the community. So thank you, GW. We see it. We appreciate it. And you know, keep it up, please. All right. With that, let's get into let's get into the best of 2016. The best. Right, so we have we have two general categories. We're going to have um, the best models of 2016. Yep. And then overall uh, releases by GW, best of 2016, according mm -hmm. to us. All right. So Alex, so what's your number? For let's start with models. Well, let's start. Let's, I know. Let's start. Let's start with. We should probably start off with our reddit and honorable mentions. oh okay so let's start yeah absolutely so let's start let's start with our honorable mentions first honorable mentions okay honorable mentions they didn't make our top three but we still love them we thought they turned out really awesome so um our no, honorable mentions the first one is the sisters of silence yeah these these though they just great models really just fantastic looking badass yeah make crazy models making female models um look tough and cool without giving into stereotypes, I think is something that GW took seriously. And yeah, yeah the models still have kind of boob plate, you know, <laughs> kind of, yeah, boob, but, but, it's but, like, but these, the sisters are all business and the models with the details are absolutely gorgeous. Yep. Uh, just a great job. I thoroughly enjoy painting them. Also the rules for them are great. Yep, They're very the fluffy. Yep. They work really well. So great job, GW. Sisters of Silence is our, one of our honorable mentions. All right, take the next one. All right, next up on our list is the Custodes. They finally got their own models. And they look very, like, very ornate, very regal and powerful looking. They have, like, some actually pretty good rules. Not, like, crazy, like, a game-changing amazing, 
but they have pretty good and fluffy rules that I really think that that really think capture sort of the below Primark above Space Marine feel of them. I still think they're expensive, but yeah, they're in, in terms of the models themselves, they're just they're awesome. They're incredibly gothic and as you said, ornate and very detailed. And I think they they sort of fulfill what the what the fluff has sort of described them as. Yeah. I right. Totally so agree. I think they're great. Um I'm looking forward to either playing with them or playing against them in two thousand seventeen. So <laughs> all right, so on our honorable mention list. Uh, next, the Chaos Knight. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, after a couple of years of people, you know, creating homebrew versions of it, GW officially released a Chaos Knight in plastic. Yep. They did it with that uh, Double Knight board game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The Double Knight board game. I which, forgot what it's called. Imperial they, Knight. It wasn't. Revenge. It wasn't the like a crazy. It was like their version color. of BattleTech or something. Something like that. Yeah. And so I, anyway, it was, anyway, people weren't crazy about the game, but but it made. Chaos Knights yeah. in plastic available, and yeah. people were very excited about that because it came with two kits to build two fully equipped knights. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the Chaos Knight looked looked awesome. Oh yeah, it looks pretty nice. Yeah, and the rules were officially released for the Chaos Knight, yeah, which, yeah, is, and which it, is fantastic. And it was very highly customizable. One note, it was all quite yeah. fun. So the the next on uh, my honorable mentions list is a series of paints. It's uh, the Thousand Suns Blue and Airman Blue uh, paint line been painting with those and i gotta tell you after painting so many models black red and gold <laughs> and lead belcher <laughs> it's a it's kind of a joy to paint with uh, these new paints they're uh, first of all gw paints this year seem to have gotten a little bit better in quality yeah uh they flow better they they provide enough detail but the pigments are just sort of super high quality that they really sort of pop uh, on the model and uh, the Thousand Suns Blue especially has just been uh, really great. I, I was literally smiling as I was painting <laughs> the Thousand Suns Rubik Marines because of this this paint it just looks so beautiful on them. So I just in terms I buy a lot of paint throughout the year. I probably have way too much paint, but this one has just uh, been fun to work with. So paint gets paint from GW gets uh, gets an honorable mention. Okay, let's. So we asked Reddit. Yep. Uh, the same question. That we asked ourselves, and that what, what was the best releases of 2016? And uh, far and away, uh, the number one answer on on Reddit was Death Watch Overkill. Man, you guys really love Death Watch Overkill as a as a box set. Reddit user so not in office listed his his favorites, and that included Death Watch Overkill, Kill Team Cassius was incredible, and the Gene Stealer cult models were an awesome look at the newly revived faction. Other people also had their point of view on this. Let's see. Um, Boy Adventurer said, I've bought like 10 of the standard Death Watch Kill Team box, still making unique dudes, right? So Death yep. Watch. B- Bowack says, I love Death Watch Overkill. The game's great fun and the models look great. We had um, uh, 26 responses on the question and um, I think most of them mentioned Death Watch Overkill as, yeah, and, or, and or Death Watch. The, the next most mentioned item on that list was uh gene stealer cults man people Un- people love the gene stealer cult understandable models. like it was a, it was an old army that was really sort of obscured to a lot of new players and it was revived in this really bombastic fashion with an entire new model line like really just really great looking models and apparently very interesting rules models were gorgeous not my aesthetic but mm-hmm. I can appreciate the details that they let went into them. Uh, yeah. And apparently the rules have been great in terms of playing them because they have very unique, fluffy ways of yeah. you know, playing 
on the battlefield. And 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 the and the fluff behind the gene steel cults, I love it. It's fantastic. It really adds like really weird, like creepy vibe to the Tyranid faction as a whole. Yeah, gene so gene steel cults. All right. So next on the Reddit list um, was the burning of Prospero box. People like us responded to those models to have MK3 armor yep. as well as custodies and have a new Araman model and to get Sisters of Silence all in one box was pretty incredible. It was, yeah, the, the models just looked really well detailed and just wonderfully fluffy. Yeah, with the release of the new um, Trader Legions book, it makes me want to start a Mark III Chaos army. Well, there wasn't, weren't there talks of Iron Warriors, perhaps? Yeah, there's talks of Iron Warriors. Okay, so let me let me just say that. <laughs> let me just say, all right. So after Trader Legions came out, we'll get to that in a second. Yep. I got all excited about the possibility of creating an Iron Warriors army. The first time I'm going to create a Chaos army for myself. <laughs> you have you have played Chaos exclusively, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. You always play Chaos or Xenos. You, need, yeah. you never play the Imperium. Though I, I might, but th th I'll get to those reasons later. Okay. Um, and uh, so, but the new rules came out, and um, I, I like the idea of a Chaos uh, our army with uh, Hazard Stripes. So, of course, I'm drawing uh, the course. You, you just love Hazard right. Stripes, man. If you have you ever seen his Instagram, if you ever seen his Instagram, Hazard Stripes are on pretty much all of your Iron Hand stuff. As they should be. Yeah, they should be they, they safety nice. first in the 41st millennium. That's what I said. So anyway, uh, the Burning Prospero box is great. Oh, great value too for yeah. what you get. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. We, we don't have it yet, but we might get it. We might. Yeah. We might. It just, we don't play Space Wolves, so that's sort of... Yeah, nobody wants... I mean... We don't want... We, we're not into... We admit we're not in really into the whole Space Viking thing. Yeah. No, uh, I get, I our, get not, it. Not our vibe. Not just not our... No. Not our aesthetic. It's fine if you are. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's no, cool. No judgment, man. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I've played against Space Wolves. They're, they're yeah, tough. No, yeah. They're tough little puppies. They are. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, so let's get into our best 2016. Let's start off with the models. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. Number three on your list, Alec, was... Magnus the Red. Why Magnus? Magnus, okay. So Magnus is, I think, they're maybe like one of their biggest mod like biggest um 40k models to date yeah um certainly i think their biggest unique character and while i wasn't there are certain things i'm not crazy about like like the nipple horns um <laughs> right. the overall like look and feel of the character feels very like powerful ornate and very just like very much like a primarch his stat line's great but it, the model itself just looks really well detailed and really it really does evoke like the feelings it should of just power. So right, I I can go with that. Yeah. It, it in terms of comparing like Magnus the Red with a Bloodthirster, which is about equivalent size. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, the Magnus the Red model to me looks like more, just like tougher. Well, because I think because I think there's just a more there's more of an like more of an intelligence and a sort of yeah. like. Bloodthirster looks like so like something like creature that's just filled with rage. Yeah, and hate it's, it's, and it's, it's just coming at it's you. It's coming at it's you. A cool, it's a cool, it's an awesome you. model. Yeah, but Magnus the Red looks like 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 it's a source of power. Like yeah, he has like yeah. like a genuine like hold over over a certain level of arcane might. Right. Uh, so I I I I love that model. It's, yep. I think it's great. I I'm also intimidated by that model. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, my number three on the best 2016 is the Corvus Blackstar, which oh, yeah. is the flyer for the Death Watch. Awesome model to me, the best looking flyer in the 40K lineup. Beautiful. I've I've started. I got one, and I'm in the midst of putting it together and painting it. Um, I can't wait to see it um, fully painted out. It looks awesome to me. It oh, looks yeah. like a combination of the 40K aesthetic and aliens, a dropship and aliens. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know? I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, totally, what they were going mm. for, and it, and they succeeded magnificently. It looks fantastic. You can make it as ornate as you want, or you can make it as utilitarian as as it want as you want to, but it's still going to look like an awesome model. So. I, I love the Corvus Blackstar. It is um, my number three. All right, your number two. My number two is the Gene Steeler Goliath truck. <laughs> uh, Why a truck? The truck. It just it just looks like so thoroughly, for lack of a real word, imperial. I mean, it's clearly because it's clearly been jacked by the forces of the Gene Steeler cults, but it just it just adds a lot of like, it gives me more of a sense of what life must be like on these hive worlds. I mean, it like looks this, like, like, it, like it's a utility. Yeah, utility it's like a utilitarian, truck. brutalist design right. of this like really bulky truck used mostly for like mining or armored escort or whatever. It, it just looks, it just looks wonderful. It's a wonderful com- callback to the old hilarious limo model, which is the funniest <laughs> thing. Yeah, the, the funniest thing. Yeah, it's uh, to me. I I love that model because it it is unlike most of the Imperium stuff. Yeah, it's not gothic and overwrought and no, ornate. No. It looks which is which it should be because it, right. it, it should it should be like very it, straight, simple to the point because it's mostly like a vehicle used by workers. Right, it looks like a construction truck. Exactly, I, uh, one that will you know quickly kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if OSHA. <laughs> would approve of the Goliath truck. It also reminds me of the of the uh, the drill in Total Recall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it's a great model. Yeah. All right. My number two are the Thousand Suns Exalted Sorcerers. Oh my God, these guys are completely ornate. They, I think of the new Thousand Suns line. These guys are um, the best uh, model kit. It just uh, first off, you can customize each of the Exalted Sorcerers to make them exactly how you want. Yep, they're all running on discs of Zinch, or it's, not if you want. or not if you want them to. But they look fantastic. The detail is amazing. The beaky exalted sorcerer head looks yeah. awesome because it's not just the regular beaky helmet. It's, it's like, like a, a like really a very ornate yeah. beaky helmet with like gold trimmings and all that. Looks uh, awesome. Each each one of those models looks like it could be a unique character. Right. It looks like it could be like a named guy. Yeah. Like they, they look like the owners of Silver Towers. Like they do. These they, they guys, like these guys in, are like, are, we, we rule over our own Like we, we literally have our own like miniature fort. Every single one of us commands a miniature right. flying fortress. <laughs> right. Uh, and also the model kit itself leaves you with so many extra bits once you're done that you're going to have so many great oh, little yeah. pieces of uh, plastic to upgrade your Thousand Sons army. So it's it's a fantastic kit and the models look beautiful. So that's my my number two. Alec, what's your number one? Araman. Araman. Okay, so which Araman? One, there's 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 young Araman and then there's forty K Araman. Uh 40 K Araman. Yeah. The young Araman can't take any way anything away from that. That looks fantastic in and yeah. of itself. But the the I really like the um 
new direction sort of for the Aramon model. It looks a lot more dynamic mm -hmm. while the old one looks a bit flat, a little bit of a flat pose. Um, I like the decision to give him a disc of Zinch. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly adds a bit of mobility. And really, it, it sort of, it put, it elevates him. It, it really just elevates the model so he's standing above all of his weaker competition. The, like, the little details, like the glowing hand with, like, sorceress power emanating from it, that looks great. Um, sort of the minor changes to the armor from, like, the, like, 90s sort of rock and roll aesthetic, uh, I think were a big improvement. And it really just, I can certainly believe that that's, like, one of the most powerful psychers of this, of the 40k universe. I came close to picking Armon instead of Thousand Suns uh, Exalted Sorcerers, um, but I went with the overall kit because it had just so many yeah. possibilities oh, with yeah. all the bits. Oh yeah, I, but I, I, I can't disagree with your choice. It, it's uh, it is a stunning model. Um, so it's your number one. My number one is the Death Watch Kill Team box. Yeah, fantastic. I didn't think I was going to get into Death Watch, and yeah. then. Um, and then when the models started coming out and the Corvus Blackstar came out, I'm like, oh, I'd better start a new army. And the Death Watch Kill Team box, first off, is just a great value. Um, yeah. It gives you 10 Death Watch Marines with so many customizable bits. The Storm Shields, the, like the tall Storm Shields are freaking awesome. The the weapons, like the, yeah. like the Frag Cannon, amazing. First of all, looks great. Looks very, you know, Imperium but plays amazingly. Then you're left with all of these extra parts so you can continue to make more Death Watch, including you know the shoulder pads for Death Watch. You get two Terminator shoulder pads and a whole bunch of, I think like 16 yeah. shoulder pads overall with the kit. You literally cannot help but think of like storylines and personalities for each of the models. That's how good they oh, are. Oh yeah, they, they totally encourage custom, they customization. They have all these different heads on them and stuff. So you can just mix and match. Yeah, there's Plus just so much there's just so much like personality in them right. too. They're just And they were wearing the Mark Eight armor yeah. um with the gorgettes and the, they just oh, yeah. the model the the armor itself looks amazing and awesome and uh an upgrade over typical Mark Six, Mark Seven, you know, armor. Uh it fantastic with customization with different weapon loadouts, with the d detail on the uh, on the shoulder pads for each of the legions, as well as the Death Watch, yeah. you know, shoulder pad, fantastic! What a what a great value, um, and just the most beautiful models. Probably the models that I am proudest of so far have been my Death Watch uh, kill team models. So that that's what they that's why they're number one on my best of 2016 for models. Entirely understandable. They're great. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so now All let's right. get into overall releases. This is the best of the best from uh, from 2016 from GW, the things that we thought were the best releases from GW. So let's start off with the number three on your list. All right, number three on my list is Traitor's Hate. It helps. So this is part of the Black Crusade storyline that's going on. The advance, first of all, the advancement of the storyline I always value. Um, while, and while this isn't like a crazy like change up, really, I I think the fluff is nice, but not only that, but it gave us some really, really good formations for Chaos that I really benefited. The Raptor Talon with the uh, turn one charging, uh, the Lost in the Dams, like recover your cultists on a four plus. That's nice. 
objective secured for your entire little chaos warband that's amazing and we'll see how that pairs up with uh, a certain other book later really i think it really helps out chaos in the end it was a really great value all right uh my, my number three was angels of death a completely unexpected codex supplement for uh space marines yep no one expected it no one no one, <laughs> no one. what space marines need an upgrade <laughs> and yet and yet they did they got it they got it it included new new uh, formations which is fantastic and then it had all of the crazy new psychic powers yep which you know i don't i haven't really seen too much on the table no i haven't seen them no either. but but still fantastic uh as a way of sort of upgrading people that did not need <laughs> upgrades mm. fun way angels of death i thought did a great job i it's it made my iron hands even more playable which is fantastic. It has some formations, which uh, gives them an extra, you know, plus one to their feel no pain. Mm -hmm. So that it allows me to literally go out with a chapter master on a bike and a command squad on bikes. And this chapter master will have <laughs> a two up armor save, a three up invuln save, and then a two up feel no pain. Crazy. But that's, that's, some of the you know crazy rules that you get in angels of death why because of the formations <laughs> really it's it's fun and it i think yeah. it was a an overall improvement to um space marines but that and the psychic powers to makes it my number three for 2016. all right number two my number two is wrath of magnus okay again advancing the storyline which i always think is important giving the thousand sons a storyline that's also cool because they haven't really been prominent in any of the chaos fluff. They haven't really seemed to do a lot, which makes them seem sort of ineffectual in the universe. So actually having them be proactive and like really causing havoc for such like a mainstay of 40k, the Space Wolves, and sort of get a little bit of revenge. I think that really helps their image of being like a force to be reckoned with. Um, not only that, but introducing essentially what is essentially a, its own, like, like a, I guess like a Blood Angels or Dark Angels sort of equivalent in terms of having, like, your, like, a sort of unique Chaos Space Marines army to field. That's fantastic. The new models look great. The, um, the rules are pretty, are pretty crazy. The rules, well, I've seen some of them. I haven't seen all of them, but I have seen some of them, and they're just... The amount of just psychic DACA you can put out there is madness. And the return of a Primarch to 40k, I think, is a huge deal. Yeah, it's that's a massive that's yeah. a massive situation having I don't know how the space wolves are gonna get out of this one. Well, I think I think Wrath of Magnus um, means chaos is back. And it was really, really the first way. I, I didn't think the Black Legion book um, eh, it was it was fine. Right, it was I don't. Not, think, it wasn't. Yeah, I think that, that added a few things, but it didn't. It didn't really fix chaos. Cyclopia Cabal's been nice, but it was like right. A lot. It was right. a lot of it was sort of. Mm, but uh, this supplement, um, along with your number one, um, mm -hmm. really did a great job in fixing chaos. My number two was Angel's Blade. Angel's Blade, the uh, Blood Angels uh, Codex supplement, fantastic. It it has given my blood angels and made them a little bit more competitive, a little more fun to play again. Yeah. Um, I've been neglecting them because frankly, they just didn't have what it took to be on a modern battlefield yeah, yeah. Um, in recent days. But angels blade uh, gave us the ability to take an all death company army, crazy fluff and in the right hands, really powerful. Yep. Fantastic. Most of the, uh, the relics 
Not good. No, <laughs> not good. But there were a couple of good ones. Yeah, there, there. there was there was some stuff. A in couple of good ones. Also, um, uh, formations like the Golden Host, which allows Sanguinary oh, yeah. Guard to come in on turn one and charge, this uh, is, is terrifying. Phenomenal and awesome. So Angel's Blade, I think, gave a, a venerable army some great upgrades with some fun new formations and fun new rules. I loved it. Plus the fluff in it oh, yeah. was one of the actual, one of the few supplements where I actually read the fluff. Yeah, say so the same thing for me with Trader Thing. Yeah, didn't, um, I, I mostly just skipped through the fluff. I'm like, just get to the rules so that yeah. I can play this army and know what to what to buy. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually read it and I enjoyed the whole story of um, the Blood Angels point of view and the same series of events that was happening in Trader's Thing. Yeah, I thought that was neat to have two yeah. different perspectives for the same battle. Very cool, very yep. cool. Uh, number one, your number one overall release from DW for 2016 is Trader Legions. There was not any. There was not any doubt. There was not any doubt because this. Uh, we'll talk about more about this later. We'll go into more detail, but this is what, this is what chaos needs, man. This is what chaos space friends need. It makes every it makes every legion, if not competitive. At the very least, viable and, f more importantly, fun. It gives everyone their own unique flavor. So that way you don't feel like you're just like, oh, it's just a, it's a band of chaos. If they're, they don't have an identity. They're just sort of a mass of cra space marines that's gone crazy and aren't as good. No, Thousand Suns are going to play different from Death Guard, which are going to play, play different, different from, from Alpha Legion. Yep, which are going to play different from World Leaders, which are going right. to play different from Emperor's Children. It's all so fluffy, and a lot of it is really powerful. A lot of what you were asking for in all the prior episodes of what yeah. DW needed to do to fix yeah. chaos yeah. got done in this book. Really, it, they really have. It not, now, not everything's been addressed. Not everything's been addressed. Right. But really, this makes chaos a really vile because I had not I have not touched chaos for a while now. Right. For a while now, because I just didn't feel like they were viable against really any army. It it felt like they were just like the weakest thing in the world. So giving them like this extra sense of like value with all these crazy new rules added to their base forms is fantastic. It's really, it's essential for any, if you do not have, if you're a Chaos Space Marine player and you do not have this for whatever reason, for whatever reason, get it. Get it now. There you go. Now. There you go. It made me, it actually, this book yeah. has made me want to play Chaos. Yeah. For the first time ever. <laughs> right. I, I know. It made him. Uh, I know. I'm Imperial a, scum. Imperial I'm a scum. dying the wool Imperium guy, and suddenly I'm like, oh. Ooh, well. I, those are some crazy rules. Those are some crazy rules. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My number one best release for 2016 from GW was the Death Watch Codex. All right. Death Watch was an army that I didn't think I was going to want. Yep. Right? Yep. The you models were the hook. And then the rules kind of like was the final thing that just got me to yep. like, I got to play this army. It's awesome. I don't know if I want to feel the whole Death Watch army uh, because I think they're so expensive. It could be fun <laughs> against Thousand Sons. But in terms of the fluff, the look of the um, army, the way you can bring them in as, uh, for me, allies, I see this as a, as a tool that I can use practically with any scenario whatsoever if I have a contingent of Death Watch, they're going to put in some great work. 
and look really cool doing it. Oh yeah, it's right. These are just these are the action. This is the action hero army. This is totally the action. It's it's an army full of Rambo's. Yeah, and Chuck Norris's and Bruce Lee's. Everyone looks <laughs> and feels right. awesome in this army. And what more could you want from an army, really? What more could you want when every single unit just uh, looks like they kick ass? Oh, and they do, and they do. Uh, I was playing uh, the Death Watch against uh, Arthur's uh, Space Wolves. Yeah. And so, of course, he had invisible space wolves and, you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, Arthur. Oh, Arthur. Uh, yeah, 30 blood claws. I dropped in a drop pod um, with a team of, uh, of Death Watch, uh, Death Watch kill team. Yep. And that frack, <laughs> oh, my God. It just, like, wiped out so many of his units. And then the rest of the guys were able to sort of uh, mop up most of the other guys. Fantastic. Yep. Now, they're, they're, they're space marines, so they're going to die. Yeah, you know, they like like normal space marines with pre pretty much with three up, you know, fail three up uh, armor save rolls or their inworld saves. But uh, but they have the tools to get their job done. Right now, with the addition of Imperial agents, um, which you know allows you to bring a, kill, a Death Watch kill team um, and it gives you some a general formation in there, you can pretty much use the the kill team, the Death Watch rules to ally. Yeah, and like fix and or solve any deficiency you might have in your army. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Death Watch Codex is my number one release for 2016. So thank you, GW. Good job on that army. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, what would you, what did you think is the best release of 2016? Send us an email. We're the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. We will in our next podcast uh, mention if you guys send us some, some ideas of what you guys thought were the best. So we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to give you our viewpoint on the new releases, Traitor Legions and Imperial Agents, all that and more when we return. Okay, we're back. Okay, some exciting new releases came out this year, just recently. Uh, we have them right here. here Imperial Agents. And Traitor Legions. Okay, <laughs> uh, overall I want to say that far and away, that's the better book. That's yeah. That's the better book. So let's let's get into <laughs> Imperial <laughs> Agents quick. Chaos, I think chaos. we can get through this pretty quickly. First of all, hardback. Hardback, yep. Right, uh, uh, opposed to softback. Yeah. Which is interesting. It I think it was a bit odd. I think GW expected to sell more of this one yeah. than this one. I, I would imagine uh, so. And it's, it's obvious why. Uh, Imperial Agents overall, uh, great book. I would say most of the artwork in here is stuff we've seen before. Yeah, I think most of everything in there is what we've seen before. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I think that generally categorizes the, uh, the, the content in here. Um, it basically takes a, a, a number of the uh, different you know, factions that aren't found in the typical codices and puts them all in one book. So you've got uh, no custodes or sisters of silence, and no. I don't and I don't know why. I don't know. You've got Admech, you've got mm. uh, Death Watch, you've got Grey Knights, yeah. you've got Inquisition, you have Sisters of Battle, uh, you've got uh, the Imperial Navy, you have the Astra Telepathica. And here you have the assassins. The assassins, right? Always good fun. All right, so um, uh, it's not it's not their it's not their full armies either. It's not a co collection of their full armies. This is more this is more a book that allows you to field like small 
assistant groups of like various imperial forces right that you can use to like help you out a bit there's a few new formations there none of them are meta busting none of them are must-have formations some of them are helpful like like i I think like having the ability to to field one and a storm priest who can give you re-roll your armor saves and invuln saves you love those oh i love the priest he loves those because look you put a priest with a bunch of terminators right it gives it gives the terminator zealot and they can re-roll their invuln saves and their armor saves. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Yep. All right, but and now and now under these rules, you can actually um, do that. Yep. The the big excitement around this book was the Sisters of Battle because for the first time we've seen, we thought we we're going to see updated rules. For the most part, we're not really getting updated rules. And then we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to wait for a full codex. Yeah, we are. That, I think this gives you a, a taste of what's there. Um, for the most part, it's the sisters we all know and love. And the models are listed here are the ones that are in metal. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, the new Canoness of Viridian isn't in here. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm. And obviously the new St. Celestine and her bodyguard are not in here. Yep. So that that tells me that there's a, a full it, codex yeah, going to come it's, out in it's 2017. Gonna, it's going to be coming. It's but and then hopefully sisters in battle in, in sisters of battle in plastic too. Well, of course they have to. Right, they have to. Right. Yeah. You know everything that's in here is stuff we've seen before for the most part. It's you're buying this book because it's convenient to have all of the rules for all these esoteric you know factions all in one place. Now I must admit though, I must admit, I might want to do some sort of crazy inquisition, like just like a bunch of crazy random forces gathered from all the imperium into like one army yeah. I, I might just want to do that well that would be fun it, it would because this makes it pretty convenient to do so and i've sort of had that in the back of my mind for a long time because i sort of i always enjoy the sort of um well the unique feel of the like inquisition and how like specialized yeah the um, like units are and then plus like with death watch and the assassins and i've always i've always enjoyed the sort of covert well, that would operations be cool feel to have an, an inquisition an inquisition group like, like a war band with like like maybe like an ordo xenos or something like that right so you can bring along death watch right plus like assassins plus like whatever else you like the telepathica or whatnot astropath yeah. and a couple of valkyries valkyrie do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. yeah like it's like the inquis it's the inquisitor's requisitioned little force to go I, i'm gonna say um this is not a must-have Okay, yeah. um, unless you really are drawn to one of the particular factions in here, I'm not sure whether you're gonna want to spend fifty bucks on a on a codex or forty bucks on a codex supplement like this. Again, I I I like the book and I think it's pretty cool and it makes it very convenient, but it's not a must-have. Um, I think you're gonna get more value getting the Death Watch codex or getting the Cultback codex. But if you want, if you really want to play Inquisition. Or Sisters of Battle, right now, this is your best bet. Yeah. So overall, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give this a 7. Yeah, I'd say that's about It's a 7. It's a 7. It's yeah. a 7. Okay, let's get into the meat of it. Let's get into Trade Allegiance. Trade Allegiance. Yep. Okay. Oh, boy. So this book is just... Okay, it, has very, it, it doesn't have a lot of fluff. It doesn't have a lot of fluff here. It's mostly rules, and that's really to its benefit. Yep. Because, oh, boy, these rules... So we have, so we have like some can more convenient stuff. Like we have Karn the Betrayer's rules. If you didn't ha- get that already, in like Traitors Hate, uh, we have Aramon. We have all the we have all the rules from Wrath of Magnus, or most of them. Most of the rules from Wrath of Magnus, I believe. 
Uh, so most of the new units and the formations and Magnus and all that. We have a Corn Lord of Skulls for those who don't have that data sheet already. Um, and we also have compiled in here all the formations from Traitor's Hate and all the formations from uh, Black Legion. But the meat of this... Oh, and, oh, of course, and we have uh, two new formations, which is the uh, Plague Colony and the Cacophony. But the meat of this is that everyone's getting Legion Tactics, essentially. I'm just going to call them Legion Tactics, because yep. why not? Yeah. Everyone gets Legion Tactics, and everyone gets their own detachment. Um, so, right off the bat, we have Veterans of the Long War, which is plus one leadership and uh, hatred of Space Marines. Blanket everyone for free. That's great. Everyone for free. Normally, isn't that like two points per model? It's like it's it's some. It, but those points eventually. Add oh, they, up. they add up. I mean, and, yeah, you had a ten-man unit, and, and for certain guys, points. it's like a lot. It's like a lot more. So right. having this just a blanket free thing, yeah, that's great. That's a fantastic start. And every and ev- and all of these rules, all of these rules, are good to a, are good to us at least a certain degree. I everyone's particularly looking at Death Guard. And uh, Emperor's Children, as well as some Alpha Legion. Mm-hmm. But all of them are all... You can play... If you have, like, a Night Lord's army, or if you have a Word Bearer's army that you wanted to do, they will feel like those armies. They will feel like those armies. A great example is what they've done with with the Night Lords, which I feel have actually gone a little underappreciated. Uh, I feel like they've gone a little underappreciated and overlooked in some of these rules talks. I mean... So they get the mark of chaos. They can't. They can't take. They can't take any marks of chaos. Mm-hmm. Can't take any marks of chaos. Okay. No unique units. You obviously, if you have like a demon prince, sure, they have to be a demon of whatever. Everyone gets veterans along war. No, co- no cost. They all have fear, night fighting, and stealth. Special rules. Now that third one, stealth for the entire entire army. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty good. Um, raptors are now troops. That's so uh, some nice allusions to like blood angels. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I remember the days when assault marines were troops. Also, you have to subtract two. The enemy has to subtract two to their leadership when making fear tests. So can you imagine basically uh, trying to do pinning tests on, um, uh, forcing pinning tests on marines uh, with reduced leadership, and then doing well, no, no, no. and would... then doing vector strikes with Hellfakes. <laughs> Oh my god. So there's that. And then on top of that, their detachment gives them they re-roll. The entire army re-rolls failed charge ranges. That's cool. That's crazy. They get a rat the raptor ta- the raptor talon, the um the ever famous raptor talon with the uh turn one charging, or the turn they come into from Deep Strike. And not only that, but they get night wards if they if they get night vision, sorry. They get night night fighting. They get night fight. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just excited. He's excited. I'm excited. I'm He's excited. excited. It's. It's. This is so good. I remember. The, I remember when we got the book. Like you did not put it down for twelve hours. <laughs> you just were going through it. I know because it's backwards and forwards, and you were like making notes and. Because <laughs> it's just there's just so much there's yeah. just so much here yeah. and there's so many possibilities with all these new artifacts. Oh, the artifacts are crazy. Just so many possibilities with all these new detachments. It's great. Oh, it's so good. The possibility for Night Lords, like, raptor-heavy armies are actually pretty good, mm-hmm. considering you can get up the table pretty fast. And with the whole re-rolling charge ranges, that goes great with, like, the uh, 
immediately coming in from deep strike rules that the raptor talent gives you that it so night wards are fun but ev- everyone's got stuff i mean like alpha legion has like infiltrate for cultists for chaos space marines and for chosen just blanket now that's not only fantastic but it's really fluffy which is another great thing about this like uh, word bearers manifest um demonic powers on a free plus because they're a bunch of crazy zealots who love chaos and they're like one of the few they're them and black legion are the only guys who could take marks of chaos which again makes sense because black legion is chaos undivided and word bearers are also like chaos undivided they worship all the crazy gods you have like death guard which are horrifying like okay death guard death guard these guys might be more tough than necrons right right describe the the different benefits they get under the new rules yeah yeah, yeah. Theron's a long war everyone has to take mark of nurgle unfortunately that's not free okay but you'll but you'll still pay off that's plus one toughness that's plus one toughness okay Uh, toughness five marines tough toughness five marines (laughs) everyone gets rounds long war for free the entire everyone who has veterans the long war gets fearless Okay. They're never running. Okay. That's good. Relentless. Ooh, wow. So your Havocs, so like your Havocs will just be running around with those LAS cannons, oh firing them off. Right. Not not a care in the world. Not wow. a care in the okay. world. And feel no pain. Toughness five Marines. With oh, feel no pain. With feel no pain and relentless. Just walking around. That's great, and and not only that, but not quite, it, not quite Decurian Necron level, but the, certainly no, with tough. like the free plus base, yeah, with a free plus base oh, and true. a toughness that's five, true. which three. is above the Necrons. That, that's those true. Both of those are above Necrons. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Wow. And certainly, in we'll a to, lot of situations, we'll have to test that. And it's a lot of <laughs> we'll have to test that. That'll be good. Um, in a lot of situations, yeah. they will be tougher. Yeah. Um, and they also they also get a blanket minus one uh, initiative, but that's a minor thing. Yeah. Really, when that when you get that trade off, and only like that, but their detachment is also like really really fantastic. Eighteen, like if you shoot at them from eighteen inches out, they have I believe uh, shrouded. Oh wow. Let's see. Uh, no, they have stealth. Okay. Still though, still, and not only that, in the detachment they get to reroll feel no pain rolls of one. They're disgustingly resilient. Okay, it's, it's insane. That's ugh. it's insane. We're gonna see some. Uh, we're gonna see some Death Guard. We're gonna we're gonna see LBO, some Death Guard. I bet. In the future. Yeah. So, oh, most. I certainly. think we're gonna start. You know what? I think this book means that we're gonna see chaos at the LVO. Yeah. I think yeah. people are gonna start well, the, doing some math hammering on feel, the best formations and feel no pain, Nurgle bikers. Feel no pain, Nurgle. Bikers. So that's gonna be toughness six bikers. Game over, man. Game over. Who re-roll ones. <laughs> oh my god. It's who and who have like stealth if you're shooting eighteen that's insane. Yeah, that's it's insane. insane. Yeah, and I love the fluff. It's, it's oh, because the, of all the flies. Oh yeah, because they're all <laughs> right. it, it just flies around. <laughs> flies. Uh, oh the fluffiness of these rules are great. Like yeah. the um like the Emperor's <laughs> children, they all take combat drugs before the fight, so they get like random bonuses to their like to yeah. like to their stats. That's hilarious. That's great. That's really funny. It's very, it's very fitting with the Slanesh like vibe without being weird about it, because that's sort of a <laughs> right. that's sort of a line you have to ride. Right. Is you don't you want them to like fit the whole crazy hedonism vibe, but you don't want them to be weird. 
<laughs> well, okay, so take combat drugs. That works. Okay, and they all get Feel No Pain 6 up, and the Icon of Excess, which everyone's talking about, gives them Feel No Pain 4 up. Oh, wow, okay. So everyone's talking about that, because that's mad right there. All the, yeah, all these rules are really, all these rules are really fluffy, like really fluffy. Um, World Eater's got a bunch of re-rolled charge range stuff and like extra movement things that'll get them across the table really fast. So those could be, those could like easily rival Corn Demon Kin at this point. Alpha Legion got, I already talked about Alpha Legion, Blanket Infiltrate, the most hilarious rule ever, which a lot of people have talked about, but I, I need to, I need to, I need to get this out of my system. I need to get this out of my system. When your warlord dies, you could just choose a character. They will generate a new warlord trait. That's your warlord now. Yeah, good luck He's, getting Slay the Warlord with this rule. You've said you, you're almost guaranteed denying the opponent one point. Right. That's exactly. great. It's not only is that that's good, it's really fluffy. Yeah. Just someone else takes the mantle. It's very in line with Alpha Legion. All in all, this, this book... Nine out of nine out of ten. The only reason I'm not giving it a ten out of ten mm -hmm. is because it's not a codex. Because it's not a codex, and also they didn't reduce the cost. They didn't reduce the, the cost, which the is different units, which, which are pretty I think, expensive, right? Which are pretty expensive. So I think that, but at the same time, I think they're evening that out by giving them these rules. Yeah. So there's more value to these to these units now. Absolutely. There's a lot more value to these units now. So just so just really because it's not it's not a new codex. It's doesn't fix some of the integral problems that the codex has still it, it these this alone makes chaos either viable or competitive that's and what more could you ask for what more could you ask for oh codex but, I, have, <laughs> I have not seen you happier with any other gw release i mixed it even when you got a bloodthirster you were not this happy i know because <laughs> even then that I've been I've been sampling corn so often now. I need other yeah. flavors of chaos. Yeah. And this it it's my it's my new flavors, it's my new flavors. I'm a kid in a candy shop. Okay. I get all I'm looking at all the different candy. I think I'm going to be facing a much a much tougher oh. chaos army. So I'm in trouble. Thanks a lot, GW, for <laughs> making my 2017. Hey man, you got more of a losing year. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Good, good summary of, yep. of both books. When we return, we're gonna talk about our battle report. It was the Iron Hands versus the brand new Alpha Legion. Ooh. We'll get into the specifics when we come back. Okay, we're back. All right. Uh, before we get into our battle report, I'm gonna show something that should have been in the pro hobby progress but mm. <laughs> i'm going to show this off okay hold on check this out see that do you know what this is do you know what this is it, obviously a sky shield landing pad but it's also a drone landing pad you see i uh i got a new drone uh, a few months ago i got a new dji mavic pro and rather than, I, I, I sometimes wanted to launch the drone off the beach and rather than doing it in the sand where it's gonna, you know, yeah. mess up the motors and the propellers, I thought, okay, I, I could buy, I should buy a landing pad. But then I looked online and like, a landing pad for a drone, it's just a simple piece of vinyl and it costs you like 40 bucks. And I'm like, I can do better than that. Yep. Plus I can make my Warhammer related, so. So not, so not only will you have a great place to land your drone, yeah. 
but a stylish one and well. I took a, I, I literally took a picture of the Sky Shield landing pad that I painted and then got a, a background texture and then just used a little Photoshop to put one over the other. And Rain, Rain was really helpful in sort of like figuring out all the stuff that I didn't know in Photoshop. And then found an online printer that can, you can just do sort of, you know, vinyl printing. Now you're going to be the coolest guy at the beach. <laughs> coolest guy at the beach. No, I'm Garen, the, yes. I'm going to be the, nerdy, the nerdiest guy on the beach. Don't, okay. don't, don't listen to him. Yeah, the guy with the don't drone listen. and the Warhammer landing <laughs> pad. Cool, cool. We are the coolest guys. There's going to be the, these guys flexing the and playing volleyball. Knees, my friend. Guy, I have a Warhammer landing pad for my Mavic Pro. Oh, yeah. Where can I launch? Oh, yeah. Nothing <laughs> cool. Nothing All right, core. All right, let's get into our battle report. Okay. Uh, Iron Hands versus... What did you bring? Those who shall not be named. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> Alpha Legion. All right, so let's get into your army. Uh, go over your army list. All right. So... I brought out the Alpha Legion Insurgency Force, uh, which is their new detachment, which essentially gives the entire army... Hold on a moment. Okay. While I pull up the rules from my wonderful book. The entire army gets shrouded first game turn. And Cult Uprising. Every time you woo... Every time, like, a squad of cultists dies, you roll. And a four plus you get an identical unit that goes into ongoing reserves. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty nice. Right. And especially considering they all have infiltrate, so you'll have a bunch of outflanking cultists showing up. And on top of that, having a formation which does the exact same thing. There is a formation in this book which does the exact same thing. So you roll not only for the detachment, but for that formation. So you get two shots at bringing back your cultists. Two shots. Oh my God. That's awful Legion planning for you right there. I think this was kind of a mess up probably <laughs> for in the rules. I don't care. It fits It fits well with them. Yeah, we may need an FAQ uh, don't, don't, ruling don't, don't, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. It's fine. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right, go, go, over the, go over the units you brought. So uh, I had a Chaos Warband with yeah. the Chaos Warband. had a Combi Melta, uh, Melta Bombs. Power armor, sigil of corruption for that four plus influence save. Oh, and the mind veil. This is a new Alpha Legion specific uh, artifact. Uh, basically, instead of instead of moving, your entire uh, unit mm -hmm. can make a roll of a three d six, and that's how much you move. And that replaces your movement. So then now that will come in handy later. Everyone oh, everyone gets veterans along more obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, he, and he was accompanied by a squad of chosen. All with combi meltas. Every single one had a combi melta. They were all in the chaos right now. I had a squad of chaos bikers. These guys had combi plasma. Or these guys had two plasma guns, actually. And the bike champion had a combi plasma, as well as melta bombs. I had a squad of havocs, all with uh, las cannons. Mm-hmm. Since I knew you were bringing iron hands. Buckle down on that uh, heavy armor destruction. Two squads of Chaos Space Marines. Both squads had plasma guns. And they all had veterans of the Long War. So that's my Chaos Warband. Oh, all these guys, by the way, have objective secured. Okay. So a bunch of infiltrating objective secured dudes. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, oh, no, I'm not done. We got a Cult of Destruction with the Warpsmith, Oro Dark Glory, Old Pistol Power Axe, Veterans of the Long War, and uh, three Obliterators, all Veterans of the Long War. No upgrades beyond that. And then, the Lost and the Damned. This is that uh, cultist formation. So four squads of just regular Chaos cultists. Didn't even upgrade them. Just 
10 men for 50 points. 50 points each. Super cheap. Uh, and the Dark Apostle, who I gave a bolt pistol, a gift of mutation. No, I forgot about that. Icon of Insurrection. Another, another new, uh, another new artifact from the Alpha Legion book. It essentially gives a 12-inch bubble of Zealot for all Chaos Cultists. That would come in major handy, as you'll see later. And that, that was my army. All right, uh, strong army with a lot of tricks. It was very tricksy. It was yeah. We both we both brought more fluffy lists for this one. Yeah, exactly. we didn't. We didn't. I didn't try out my like. Cra- I didn't want to try out the crazy stuff. And I wanted to play with my toys that I hadn't played with in a while. Exactly. So I didn't. I decided to forego uh, formations, and I went with a simple CAD. Yeah. Because it allows me a little more freedom to bring in you know some of the toys. So my uh, HQ was a tech marine with a conversion beamer. Very straightforward, mm-hmm. yep. just no other upgrades. Very iron hands. Uh, for elites, I had a Contemptor Mortis Dreadnought with mm-hmm. two Curie's Assault Pattern cannons. Yep. Yeah, th- that allows for 12 shots. It's crazy. Heavy crazy. six with rending, strength six, Oof. AP four <laughs> with rending. Yeah, Oof. so that's uh, tough. And he has, if he stays still, he also has Skyfire. So in case there were any Heldrakes to come. I was ready for that. Uh, another dreadnought was the Ironclad. He had a chain fist with a melted gun, and he had a power fist with a heavy flamer. I had him in a drop pod. Uh, my troops had one unit of scouts with camo cloaks and sniper mm-hmm. rifles. I don't know why I keep bringing these guys, apart from the fact they that's, look cool. They do. They do look cool. They don't. I think that's why they never perform that well. They never really do that they, much. They killed a few. You know what? They end up killing a few Did Marines they? here and there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, I think they might have killed a, a, a Havoc and maybe a Space Marine. Uh, but for the most part, yeah. I, I don't learn my lessons about Scouts. I, I'm, I'm the, everyone loves Scouts now. I just don't do well with Scouts. Yep. Two tax squads, one with a plasma gun and another one with uh, a LAS cannon. All right. Um, uh, for my heavy support, I brought the Fire Raptor gunship oh. with the twin-linked auto cannon. Oh. Yeah, and the oh, uh, yeah, no. Avenger bolt cannon, which is a strength six, heavy seven, AP three sh- shooting. That's crazy. Yep. It just in terms that's of wiping out madness. units, that's fantastic. Thing infantry yeah. gun. I had a quad mortar support battery. I haven't had a lot of luck with it in the past, but it it really is like it's cheap. It's and cheap, so, 65 so points. You, so 60 you, points, 60 points. If you have 60 spare points and you're like... You can't go wrong. Why not? You can't go wrong. A little extra firepower. No, it does heavy forward, you know, yeah. barrage blasts. That's a good or, value. Or solid shots as well, so uh, you have a choice. So it, it's, it's... It's a good value. We just haven't had the best of luck. With no, we haven't had good luck. Uh, I brought a Relic Sakaran battle tank with mm-hmm. uh, last cannon sponsons. Yep. And then I brought the Sky Shield landing pad as my fortification, which yep. gives me a four-up invuln save on anything <laughs> that was parked up there at the beginning. And then finally, I included a unit of the Sisters of Silence. Yeah, yeah. Three of them had flamers, and two of them, including a Sister Superior, had the Executioner Great Blade, which is a strength plus one, AP two, strikes at initiatives, two-handed sword. So that was it. Yeah. Okay. We played, what mission did we play? We played, oh, we played Maelstrom missions. Oh, yeah, we played a Maelstrom mission. It was objective, I think it was uh, Contact Loss. Contact Loss. Contact Loss. Yeah, so we start off with one mission, and then we, uh, depending on the number of objectives we hold, that gave us additional missions. Sorry, our, our memories might be hazy on this. We, yeah, it we was played a, little, a few days ago. It was a few days ago. Okay. So. I, you won table side, so you I got won. to pick your table size. Yep. And I, you picked the one I did not want, which is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, 
Uh, you won deployment as well. I also won deployment, yes. That's right. So you deployed first. With whatever minimal deployment I actually had. I So talk a little bit about your, your initial deployment. My deployment was literally the bike squad and then the, the entire cult of destruction. And I think that was the bike squad, Havoc squad, uh, obliterators, warp smith. That's it. Yeah. The uh, Havocs and the obliterators were camped in a building, uh, ready to lay down the fire, lay down the smackdown on those uh, imper and that imperial armor. And the um, bikers were just there sort of to lying in wait, waiting for the signal. <laughs> I uh, I deployed by having uh, on the skyship landing pad. I had the relics of Karen battle tank. Yep. I had Smart my choice. my warlord, uh, the tech marine with the conversion beamer mm -hmm. beamer up there, as well as the uh, quad mortar uh, battery, all up there. Uh, in a bastion nearby, I that would had plus one to cover saves was the um, uh, thanks to the tech marine. Yep. Was the uh, uh, scout squad with the sniper rifles. Yep. On my right flank, I had the unit of space marines with the last cannon mm -hmm. and then hiding in the ruins were sisters of silence um i also had, I had a razorback as a dedicated assault yep. but that was staying empty and the whole point was for them to jump into that yeah. so they were they were hidden out of sight sisters of silence were yeah. ready to jump into their razorback cool. razorback and then i had my dread one dreadnought was in reserve on uh, drop pod yep and the other dreadnought was sort of hiding in some kind of cover up five up cover he was my contemptor mortis dreadnought. He was right in the middle, so he could basically shoot at anything coming up. Okay, so I rolled to seize and I failed to seize. Yeah, so and it then was, the rest of my deployment happened. Then, then, then your <laughs> infiltrators <laughs> actually came in. Yeah, the infiltrate, right. which is the majority right. of my army, just showed up. Uh, so that's four squad of cultists just scattered around everywhere. Uh, squ um, a squad of chaos space marines, which were escorting the dark apostle. Another squad of Chaos Space Marines. Oh, and we're also holding an objective. Another squad of Chaos Space Marines holding down another objective. My warlord and his chosen uh, in a rhino. And yeah, that was and that was my infiltration. I I all of a sudden controlled immediately the middle of the table. It, that all of a sudden was just mine. Which is a real big strength of the Alpha Legion. Yeah, just uh, having this you know. this just mass infiltrating force just yeah. show up out of nowhere. It, not only was it pretty influential in the fight, but it's just it's just so fluffy. It's just so fluffy. Yeah, I had forty cultists like in midfield, um, right there, like yep. sitting on objectives and ready to attack. Yeah, yeah. So, so so I was facing a big army really fast. Yeah, it was real. It it's just it's just so satisfying to see it. All right, let's talk about your turn one. What happened? Uh, turn one for me basically was just a general advance grabbing some objectives i'm not sure what sort of damage i did this turn was this the turn where i hit your warlord uh I, yeah you I, actually put a wound on my warlord yeah because i was shooting at i was shooting at his warlord because i figured um using your havocs and obliterators i had a, i had a plan to deal with the sakaran <laughs> so i figured right. i would just take pot shots at his warlord and i think yeah yeah, so I think I did like a wound on him with a last cannon. Yeah, you you last cannoned him, and then I failed my invuln save on the uh, sky shield. So yeah. he took a wound right away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that happened. It was just more of a general. It's more of a general chaos advance, really. Right. You you when you had a razorback full of chosen, and they were coming up. They were coming up the table. Right. More, they were largely ignored for a while of this fight. Uh, they were because they didn't really see him as a huge threat. Yeah. 
turns until out until they I, were. You'll <laughs> yeah. see you later. So, um, oh well, I see that our camera is running low on battery, so we better wrap this up quickly. <laughs> we'll do a fast oh version of our go, battle go, report. Go 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 go. Um, <laughs> yeah, quick. Okay. Five words. So uh, my turn, I'm basically trying to kill the Dark Apostle. To me, mm. he was the key of make. He was making your cultists. A he, bunch of, he, a giving bunch them of. zealot and then also giving them fear, giving fearless. If yeah. I could make your cultists run, then I figured uh, I, this battle is going to be over quickly. So I concentrated a lot of my fire on on the dark apostle, you, and you had wrapped him really, really well. So he was in fortifications. He was shrouded because of the dumb rules from the Alpha Legion, yeah. right? That was great. You had a bunch of Space Marine meat shields in front of them. Yep, they were just blocking blocking shots so left I, right. So I ended up reducing, I think, in that first turn, your, um, I, I think I killed a couple of Chaos Space Marines that were sort of surrounding the Dark Apostle. Yep. And that's kind of all I did in that, yep. in that first turn. The sisters got into the Razorback and then moved up a little bit. Most of my shooting, I think, didn't really do anything. Most... Mostly because um, shrouded, you were shrouded and you were in cover, mm-hmm. and you deployed really well, and it was really hard for me to kill things when you had such great either cover saves or armor saves. All the right. bladers had a, obviously had a two up armor save, so yep. things didn't get through them, and then your cultists were all shrouded, so that was. Ugh. Anyway, I ended up I with my focus of fire on your on your dark apostle, I ended up doing not too much in that first turn. My turn two basically consisted of. Again, moving up, um, the bikers are riding around turbo boosting. Right. Uh, I think they got into position to shoot at your uh, Razorback, which was holding the Sisters of Silence. The Rhino, I think, was shot at. Was yep. it shot at this turn? It, was, it might have been shot. It was shot at one, It might have been shot at last turn, actually. I disembarked. Uh, I, think was, I, I think I had to disembark. And then I moved my Chosen and his Warlord up to your uh, Sky Shield landing pad, hoping they wouldn't get noticed. Was I think this was the turn I also blew up your Mortis Dreadnought. Uh, you did. You, I think Obliterator's yeah. got him. Obliter- oh no no was or was the Warlord dead by this point? No. Sorry, my, my, no no you got my you got my um. Yeah, I think I got your Mortis Dreadnought. First. I got your Mortis Dreadnought first. Yeah. So that blew up because of last cannon fire, right. which is uh, lucky on my part. My Dark Apostle jumped ship from because his uh oh yeah his, i dropped an ironclad dreadnought. you had dropped an ironclad dreadnought. but i scattered a little bit you scattered a little bit so it gave him some time <laughs> he joins he joins a uh squad of cultists that are like right next to him right so he jumps in there makes a tactical retreat as another squad of cultists runs up and it charges the dreadnought, the dreadnought. And they're zealots. They're zealots, so they're not going to run away. So he just has to waste oh, time. Man. So he had this beautiful killing machine that was there to kill like elite characters, and then it's it's tar pitted fighting. They made a strategic cultists. sacrifice for the for the greater yeah, good and, of the and, army. And the ironclad dreadnought was just just using its chain fist and just mowing, oh, yeah, it was down mowing guy heretics and... left and right. But it's like I don't want to kill you. I want to kill that guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so it gave was... him ample time to just yeah. run away from that threat. So yeah, I think that was my. Turn. I think you moved up your your bikers a little I, bit. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I mentioned that. I think. So uh, in my next turn, I ended up uh, one of my uh, okay. So I ended up bringing in a, another unit of Space Marines with a plasma gun. Yep. They came up behind a, a group of space marines that you had. They yep. were holding an objective. I needed that objective, so um, with combined fire of the uh, the bolters from the the space marines, the plasma gun, the storm bolter from the <laughs> drop pod, yep. and the snipers, I was able to you know, uh, kill 
most of that unit. Yep. Enough to take enough to move you away three inch more than three inches away because of yep. all the dead bodies. And so I was able to secure that objective. Yep. But then we ended up going into assault um, between the remaining um, uh, Space Marines and um, and the Chaos Space Marines that were still there. Yeah. Uh, I ended up pulling uh, killing one of your bikers. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, so he ended up dead. The Sisters of Silence got into their got into the Razorback and moved up a little bit, but I think at this point they were in there. Were they already, were they already out by this point? They might have been out. So what what, out what, what happened point. is that you 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 had killed the Razorback on the last turn, and so they had come out, and so what they ended up doing is they ended up charging the two remaining bikers. Yeah. All right. So let me just say that the Sisters of Silence are awesome. Oh. I was, I was shocked fantastic. by their like, These are toughness combat. five bike, you know, bikers, bikers who are like going, <laughs> what is, what's this all about? Yeah. Who are these humans who are attacking us what is, what with is, swords? So, how very quaint. What is this? No, the, uh, the sisters of silence, um, a little underwhelming with the flamers in terms of they didn't do a lot of damage because you were so tough. But those, but initiative five, AP two, plus one strength weaponry. Oh man, they were cut some people up. Some so let's just talk about that whole assault. So you, I ended up fighting two um, bikers and then twenty cultists ended yep. up joining this fight. Twenty cultists and the sisters pretty much wiped out a most lot. of the twenty uh, cultists. By the end of it, by the end of the entire like thing, there was like. Two I, sisters left, and I think I, yeah, two sisters left, and like a, a hand, like maybe a handful of cultists. Yeah, the bikers and, were still. I think the bikers managed to stay alive. Um, Weird, weirdly enough, the bikers managed to stay alive because you focused a lot of your attention on the cultists. On the cultists, yeah, that's true. But um, but I think uh, that probably would have ended up more likely with the sisters winning the uh, that assault. Yeah, it was looking like that, but it was it was yeah. still difficult to tell. Right. So we'll, we'll quickly go over we'll the quickly highlights. Go over the highlights. Yeah, highlights. Of, yeah, highlights. So you. Okay, so let's talk about the Mind Veil. Okay, okay, this is great. Um, squad of Chosen and the Warlord are scooting up to his... Um, to his... Uh, sky, uh, shield. sky Shield. Sky, sky Shield, shield landing pad, yeah. My mind. Uh, so we've just taken out the Mortis Dreadnought, so that's, so that's cleared up the area of like, credit, like threats to them, and no one seems to be focusing on them at that moment. So I'm wondering, how do I get up to the Sky Shield landing pad reliably? Right. I'm thinking, okay, I don't have enough. I'm not sure. It takes like a turn to get up there, and it's just, it's a lot of hassle. So I decide, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna test out this new artifact. See what it does. Um, roll the 3d6. Um, which you roll, you do, you roll which the you 10. Do, you roll, so I rolled a 10, and that's how much I moved during my movement phase, which is what the mind veil allows, even if you're in assault. So it's a great way of like escaping an assault or like doing a nice little hit and run where you can uh, pull back, do shooting, and then run back in again. But I was able to teleport my guys up there. They all activated their combi meltas. Boom, dead Sakarin. <laughs> Goodbye, Sakarin. Sakarin. Yeah, you you, were, you had a perfectly a, equipped unit to kill an, that Sakarin. What an alpha legion moment. It was. A, a, ste a stealthy group of specialists wa wander up there unnoticed by the enemy and then make an unexpected maneuver and take something out. Yeah. What an Alpha Legion, what an Alpha Legion moment. Very, very Alpha Legion. I, I should have 
definitely put more bodies up there to stop you. Yep. I, I ended up losing my warlord because I didn't have any meat shields. And, and he got and, and he I got a up, lot of last cannon shots. Uh, yeah. So that was that was a failure on my part, but that was very well played, and that relic was perfect for that. The Alpha Legion book made a huge difference in this fight. It felt like I was like fielding a completely, almost like a completely different army than what I had known. Some of the other highlights included you blowing up my ironclad dreadnought. Oh yes, uh, obliterators or obliterator and last cannon fire. Yeah, uh, uh, obliterators were awesome, and they ended up doing I think overperform in this particular oh, yeah. battle they don't get enough love but uh I, I don't yeah i think i think they're actually really good mod, really good right. for what they do and and havocs are great that's great yeah because they end up killing my warlord and then also contributing to the death of the dreadnought can you imagine death guard obliterators oh my god it's gonna horrifying be yeah horrifying that's yeah, gonna be super tough horrifying I, just through a combination of cards, um, it, it turns out that I did not get a bunch of great cards. Neither did it. We, neither we, neither of us. We got bad Maelstrom cards. Um, so it ended up, in, we had to end our game early. Right. Uh, so it ended up in a draw. Yeah, I ended up with First Blood for killing your, your Rhino. Yep. Uh, right. I ended up with Slay the Warlord. Uh-huh. And um, then we each got we, we each one got Maelstrom point. We No, I think we both got two Maelstrom points. Oh, we got two Maelstrom points. We both points. got two right. Maelstrom points. No, no, we got one Maelstrom point eight, and then we each, we each had line breaker. We each had line breaker. No, but we up, didn't we end up tying with four? Yeah, we four ended points. up tying with four points. So we had both had that's one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two objectives. Two, we had two, two objectives. Exactly. So two objectives. So two objectives. First blood line breaker. First blood line. And for me, it was slay the warlord. Slay the warlord line right. breaker. Two objectives. So uh, at the end of five turns, we had to call the game a little bit early because we had a party coming up. So we needed to take all the Warhammer uh, stuff being off the cocktail table. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we ended up at we just at the start of turn five. We called it, yeah. um, and um, it was a it was a tie. It was a tie. Great time. Oh, Fantastic. so much fun! I, I, Chaos is back for absolutely seriously. This this army would have uh, killed uh, the an old Chaos list. Yeah, oh, easy. if it was just Chaos Space Marines. Um, this. Without shrouded, without mind the mind veil, veil, without the the cultist having, without free vets, without all zealot, and yeah. then fearless, without all these formations, yeah. oh. totally different result would have happened. Yeah, totally. Different but result. instead, yeah. uh, you had an army that was facing a, a pretty tough Iron Hands. You know, you had a Sakaran, you had a yeah. Fire Raptor, yeah. you had the New Sisters of Silence, yeah, uh, all all contributing. I think they would have rolled over the old guys, but it, you, yeah, we, the, we fought to a tie. We fought to a tie. We fought yeah. to a tie. Too fluffy less, but too, nonetheless, too nonetheless, less. I think the Iron Hands normally would have taken that without too much problems. And, and this time, and this time, just it with was the a combination. It was a of fight to the end. Yeah, it was a fight to the end. It was great. Yeah. So for me, my MVP was the Sisters of Silence. The fact that they were able to mow down so many cultists and then hold off the uh, the Chaos Bikers. I think they would perform great. I really love look forward to seeing them on the on the battlefield again. And they ended up not even using any of their psychic anti psychic shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they were still they were, fantastic. They were pretty cool. Yeah, pretty I think cool. they're ninety points. Something. They're like, ninety they're, points. They're really they're cheap for, for what they are for five of them. Yeah. And yeah, and just wonderful. Um, I, it's difficult for me to name an MVP because the entire army really worked cohesively together. The um like. I could I could say like maybe it's the obliterators or the havocs for their long range fire support which helped a lot right but there was also like the unit like my ward and his unit of chosen had their moment in the sun right. um, the dark apostle attracted a lot of your firepower and was able to keep you like really worried right and with the and the zealot bubble was essential for like 
holding down the middle line. Right. I ended up killing the Dark Apostle. After like a, I think it was at the very last turn, though. Yeah. So it didn't what, what ended up killing the Dark Apostle? I, for, I forgot. It was was it the Sisters of Silence? No, it was it was some shooting attack. By that, by that point, I figured they, it, they had done enough to where that wasn't as huge a factor anymore. Uh, right. Because right, a, right. a lot of the army had like done some pretty hefty damage. So, yeah. Traitor legions, man. Traitor legions. Traitor legions Big thumbs up. Chaos, uh, it was a lot more fun to play. So, yeah, it, good it time. Because it's, it's no fun if it's not like, if it's if we know who's going to win already. Exactly. It's like, it's not fun for you because you're like, uh, Well, it's frustrating if to see some, if you're playing somebody and they're salty or they're obviously not having fun because, you yeah. know, it's kind of one-sided. Because it's one-sided because it's just, That's just good. And, and, and you haven't been able to play the side you really wanted to play. Yeah, for so long. And now. And so now you can. And now I can. It's yeah. great. So we look forward to playing all the different flavors of chaos in 2017. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to call it an episode. It's want, been it's been a long. It's one. been a long one. Oh it's my god, really like an hour and a half. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed it for a sort of end of the yearish wrap up situation. Yeah, we'd love kind to. Of. We'd love to hear from you. So yeah, uh, really. why don't you visit our Facebook page? You can say hi there. We'll have pictures of the battle. Uh, you can take a look at that again. We always need more friends. Please. Right. Also, please. we'll have links to the YouTube. There's a YouTube version of We're the wildly. podcast now. And so you can actually watch us gesticulate throughout, <laughs> throughout the podcast. Gesticulate. Yes. <laughs> if that's what you want to watch. Please contact us also. We've got an uh, email, the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and now on YouTube if you mm -hmm. want to see this podcast in video form as well as other fun things like uh, some product reviews and some sneak peeks at some stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that, we want to wish you uh, the happiest of holidays. I hope we get, hope you guys get everything you want for the holidays in terms of models and games and have a happy 2017. Uh, with that, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys next year. <laughs>